Friends, we have something really powerful to pay attention to this morning, and that is that we have different languages and people who speak to us, and that there is a way for every human being on the planet to hear the word of the Lord. Whether you say prophesy or prophecy, Ephraim, we love it, right? Um, Eden, whether you wear a flame on your head or not, show everyone your flame, honey. Can you do that? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> She's got flame on her hair today. And, um, and I want to say that we all have a way of expressing the love of God. And it is so unique to who God has made you to be. Amen. If we were all alike, this would be a cult. We are not all alike. We all have ways of hearing God's voice and expressing God's voice. In fact, I'm going to show you a picture right here of a banana. Now, what is that? That is a banana. You gave us a clue. So, Victory, (laughs) could you stand up and tell them what it really is in your language? So that's still a banana, but that's a banana in sign language. And, Victory, maybe I'll even ask you first, you know, as we are um, getting ready for what Sarah's about to announce to us, um, will you be speaking that language to kids? Yeah. So, Sarah, tell us a little bit about what's happening with kids. So, um, I know we've been telling everyone June 6th we're going to start. I feel far away from everyone. I feel like I should kind of sit in the middle. Um, So that's why we're all up here, just to kind of talk about what we're going to do. Um, The pandemic obviously has created some interesting moments for us all. Um, But here at the church, our programming changed, and that was so that we could care for our neighbors. And we developed Sidewalk Sunday School as a way to celebrate with our kids that they cared for our neighbors during this time. Um, And so this is going to be super exciting this summer. Um, We have um, created a way to go outside, still have our mission of um, learning and loving and always laughing. (laughs) Um, So we will be learning um, about God in the ways that we did um, all through the pandemic and prior, Um, but we will be doing it a little bit differently. So we will take our lesson and have ways to implement um, the theme throughout the day, but we're also going to have inflatables and yard games and face painting and chalk and um, I think water games. Kennedy and Dante aren't here. Um, That was their big thing. Um, So word of warning on that. Um, And it's just going to be a lot of fun. We want our kids to come and celebrate um, just being together Um, the love of God and the love of one another. And so it's going to be a great time this summer. We're very excited, and all of the people that are up here and some that are not, 
were a part of planning this, and I am just super excited because we have a lot of ways of um, incorporating things we've done before and new things we've never done before um, and ways of being inclusive that have been a dream of our team and have never been able to be done just for different reasons, and we're going to be able to do it now. And um, I'm not going to say anymore because then I'll cry. So (laughs) someone else should take over. (laughs) (laughs) She is going to cry, which is what we love about you. And so, Lexi, tell us what you're going to be doing with the kids. With Victory, we'll be doing singing and dancing, so maybe I'll bring my ukulele with me too. Um, I mean, we get to stand—I get to stand outside with all the kids and uh, sing songs and do like the hand motions and stuff to them, which is so much fun. And I know all of them. <laughs> it's very—it's going to be—I I love doing it, and I hope that they're going to love doing it just as much as I do. Say, shine your light, Lexi. (laughs) Come on, Arshawn. What are you going to be doing with these kids? By the way, this is Mr. Parker at school, but he's Mr. Arshawn at church. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to kind of just be floating around, um, helping set up, tear down things. But I really do love kids. I love kids so much that I decided to teach and coach. So also use my gifts of teaching and coaching and my personality to, like, make it fun. So it's going to be fun setting up and tearing down things and fun, like, just the whole summer, the summer program. This is going to be great. So I'm just be everywhere. All right. Say, keep the flame burning, Arshon. Keep the flame burning, Arshon. Eliana. Hi. Um, so I'm going to be helping with the craft table mostly. So like each week the craft will go along with the message that the kids are given outside. And we've talked about maybe incorporating some like sticks and leaves and flowers in the crafts as well. So, yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's like arts camp, you know, every Sunday. Yep. And victory. Tell us what's going to be happening with you. So I'm going to try not to cry too because this is something I'm very passionate about. Um, but I'll be bringing to the church uh, something that they've been looking for and something that I've been looking to give um, because it's something that well, that I'll never stray from. Um, it's a sign choir, so you use a mixture of actual sign language and hand movements to go with the song. And um, you use it to minister. And so at the age of four, I was taught how to do this, and I've done it ever since. Um, And it's been my way to minister to God and for God to minister to me. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, And so it's an honor to be able to give that gift to your kids. And I've done it multiple times. But it's not only a way for the kids to be able to learn what their gifts are, but be able to learn a way for them to minister in a different way, whether that ministry be sign choir, they go on to minister the Lord's word in different ways. Um, But it's a way for them to just tap in and stay connected. And I promise you, they'll be 18 
sitting in the car somewhere and hear a song that we signed in church. And they'll be like, I remember that. (laughs) And you'll be like, I remember that too. Let me do it with you. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. I'm super excited. And I'll also be um, helping with the message and making sure the message is incorporated in all the games and crafts and stuff we do. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, it's really cool. Victor, if you were uh, saying that, I, you know, in the very early days of the church, we had someone that was doing signing during worship for the congregation when we were in Gordon School. And that young woman ended up relocating. So we, we kind of lost that gift, um, or I would better say invested that gift in a different part of the body. And um, what a great gift to have that restored to all of us. We've, we are a grateful people. Yeah. Amen. That's cool. Yeah. So, yep, all the languages, right? All the languages, including mm-hmm. sign language. And then when it gets so awesome and the kids might cry and dance and laugh and run and be all wet from water and all of that kind of stuff, Stacy. <laughs> So I recently went through a 20-hour training on how to help young people when they are feeling anxiety or stress for a variety of different um, reasons. It was just something that God put on my heart to do during the pandemic, and so I didn't know where that was going, but now God showed me. Um, I will be working with the kids outside and creating an area called the chill zone. And so it is for whenever kids might get triggered for whatever reason, um, with stress, anxiety, whatever, they can come and hang out with me, and we're going to be doing some very calming and restorative things and a place for them to just have peace and, um, and be cared for and loved in the chill zone. The chill awesome. zone. Maybe yeah. some of you want to go out there and yeah. sit with Stacy in the chill zone. There. We're going to have a special chill zone for adults. <laughs> you know, friends, I, I want to say that language is really important, and we're so grateful that we there are people that can speak your language. Um, there are people that use words that really appeal to you, and there are other people that you say, what do they mean by that, right? Um, you might have felt like chill is a word that means cold or just not warm, but chill has a different meaning for Stacy, and she's going to be bringing that um, to our kids. So when you think about the fact that uh, this wonderful word, banana, um, I want to say that code words are what language is. Banana is not a fruit. It's a word we use in the English language to identify fruit. And code words work beautifully as long as the person you're speaking to communicates and understands, right, the word the way you think they do. And often, when people with goodwill and shared values end up disagreeing, it's because they didn't understand the code words that were being used. Most of the disagreements in life are around misunderstanding what someone else means. And I think there is really something in the church right now, my friends, that whether you have a more um, conservative perspective, uh, a more moderate perspective, a more liberal perspective, if you get stuck on words, you're not going to see the heart of another person. And the Bible tells us, that we look at the outside, but God looks at the heart. 
There might be something that somebody says that would totally put you off from them. And that is why Pentecost happened, was to teach so many languages that everyone could hear the love of God in some way or another. And P.S., none of us have the right way. You know what I'm saying? In fact, it's always good to begin a sentence by saying, I could be wrong. (laughs) Because you could be. N.T. Wright said it this way. He said, at Pentecost, God created a new language. But it was a language that is more than words. It is instead a community whose memory of its Savior creates the miracles of being a people whose very differences contribute to their unity. Whose very differences contribute to their unity. Because while people are doing this, the people of God could actually say, well, what do you mean by that, Scott? Could you tell me more? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we could actually be like the book of Pentecost, you know, book of Acts in Pentecost, where people learn language to share language so that everyone can hear about the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. And, and our beloved friends, we need words from God, and we need forgiveness for the words that we use that divide us. Because every one of us have done it, one way or another. And as we come back together, I want, I want our church, whose very differences contribute to our unity, I want our church to be assigned like Jesus on the day of Pentecost, that Jesus just didn't look for one language to preach the gospel. No. So Scott talked to us about waiting. How are you doing with waiting? These are reflection questions for this week, for your own personal reflection and in life groups. How are you doing with waiting, with God, with people? How are you doing with that? What have you taken into your own hands and decided, I'm not waiting? How has that worked out for you? I got to tell you, I've hated every mask rule. I've hated every social distance rule. I've hated every online do it this. Can I just say that? Does anybody want to amen with me? Amen. Okay. And and I got invited to wait. And it was a spiritual practice like no other time in my entire life. You want to go to retreats so that you can be formed into the image of Christ? No, just go to COVID for 15 months, and you'll find out how much is in here that we all need to bring into the loving presence of Christ. I don't want to say to God, I'm not waiting for that. I'm just doing what I want to do. So how are you doing with words? And maybe a question or two will come up for you. Can you ask someone what words might be more helpful for them? Because, like, when I don't understand Scott and he says something that's like, really? I could go, that's X, Y, or Z. Or I could say, can you help me understand that? What do you mean by that word? Chill, or I'm going to float around, Arshon. Or, or you know, um, what do your tears mean, Victory? Can you tell me more about your tears, Sarah? When you cry about these things, what's touching your heart about working with kids? Why in the world? Tell me more about that, Stacy. Why in the world would you study trauma? I mean, that, you know, wouldn't, didn't you just want to do, like, kite flying? You know, couldn't you get trained in something more fun than, 
But something, there's a language God is, each and every one of us are being called to speak for a very particular reason in this time in history. Every single one of us. So lastly, we just want to ask you, where is your voice needed in declaring the great things that God has done? And I'm going to ask us all to stand up with this. (laughs) I'm going to say, where does God need your voice right now? Does he need your ukulele, Lexi? Right? Does he need your ability, Eliana, to do art, the great artist that you are? I just, I just wonder what it is that's missing at Crossroads Church that you have that can speak the language. And for those of you who are not a part of our church online or here, what is the language God's given you to speak? Because this is Pentecost. This is how we celebrate the church. We keep becoming the church that God wants right now in 2021. Not the one in 2019, my friends. That is over. Say goodbye. It's kind of like when Jesus walked with them and said, it's going to be better that I leave because the Holy Spirit's coming. It will be better for you. It's going to be better for you that these months happened. If you let the words that Christ has been speaking in you come out in ways that are going to heal and forgive and save and help people to discover the deep love of God. I believe this so much, my friends. Otherwise, I would retire as a pastor during pandemic. Scott and I many times said to each other, you know, at the very beginning, Scott told God, okay, we'll stay until this is over. And then as it's getting over, we've looked at each other, we're like, we still can't go. I want to say something to you, friends. It's easy to quit. It's easy to not wait. What is God asking you to bring your voice to? On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, friends, so you can open your communion. He took bread. And he broke bread. Because he wanted to give an idea of the fact that, you know what, you can't be open until you're broken open. You can't pour out until you've experienced something that has taken the life that God's given and let it be poured out. So I want to say, take this, all of you, today and eat. And remember, this is the body of Christ right here, broken for you. How have you been broken during this season? What has God been breaking open on the inside of you to let you see? This is my body broken for you. Every time you take it, remember that Christ was broken. That resurrection life didn't come until Christ was broken. That new life and the spirit didn't come until Christ was broken. And every time you eat, remember me. And so let's together hold the bread up and remember that Christ was broken so that you could receive life. And that as you're broken, others will receive life.
After supper was ended, he lifted up the cup and said, Take this, all of you, and drink. This is the cup of the new covenant. My blood will be shed for you and for all people so that sins will be forgiven. And every time you drink, remember me. Remember that my life was poured out. Remember that I poured it out for you. Remember that I poured into you. And so together can we say, Jesus, we remember you. last moments, just pray wherever you want to pray, however you want to pray, whether it's a breath prayer or a candle lighting. But stay with God here and let God speak to you about how the Spirit is being poured out into your life.
something true to God about God leading you on, about asking the Holy Spirit to give you light and path. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise with you, friends. Give someone the sign of peace before you leave. Bless them and let the Holy Spirit lead you on.